Good evening, everyone. This is Minister Macmillan. As I said yesterday, that I would look into the story of Moses and Zipporah as to whether or not he had another wife mentioned in Numbers, the Cushite wife. Now, what I was able to find out may not be of much help. However, I found in the uh, Jewish books, there is mention of her uh, being a princess of Ethiopia and being acquired during a time of war. Uh, there's also a story of her uh, being his lover when she was in Egypt and him sending her away to uh, Bethlehem to keep her safe uh, because he was um, being given to the Ethiopian princess. There's another story uh, that Zipporah is actually the Cushite uh, wife, and that's who's being spoken of in the chapter. There's also a story that I find very interesting. Um, it talks about uh, her being Cushite, which the Cushites were uh, African people. And it goes into detail about the African way of life uh, and how her quietness, uh, not saying anything, not being mentioned, uh, might be a notification that she was there, but she wasn't saying anything about the argument between her husband Moses and his brother and sister Aaron and Miriam, and that the conversation may not have been about uh, color or race, uh, that the conversation more or less could have been over jealousy because uh, Moses' position in comparison to uh, Miriam and Aaron's position. So I found these to be very interesting um, stories. And of course, um, again, as always, I say, you know, look into it yourself and see what's accepting to you because obviously there is something missing in this story and um, I can't recant what I said about Miriam because the way the uh, Bible places it or the, the narrator of the story places it it seems as though it's a race issue but after looking over the information that's been given by all the different stories, there's a question mark there. So, like I said always, you know, look things up, do your homework, even though we're going through the scriptures and we're reading 
uh, word for word what is in the scripture, um, we have to take note that the scriptures were, um, how do I say, uh, they were touched up <laughs> uh, by those who rewrote the Bible, the original Bible. And some of it was not interpreted properly. Um, in this case, that could be exactly what the situation is. Okay. Now, <clears throat> tonight is Shabbat. We welcome in the Shabbat by lighting our candle. And thanking God for this Shabbat day. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this Shabbat, for this Sabbath day. And we ask, Lord, that you be with us throughout this entire day. As we light the candle, we welcome in this Sabbath day, Shabbat. Thank you, Lord, for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat 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 Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat 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 Shalom. Hey, okay. Now we are going to go into our words for the day. And we are almost at the end of this, but we will add in other words. So, the word for the day is shin. Shin. Now, shin and sin are almost the same, except shin is three... Uh, look like question marks but one is two leaning to the right whereas in sin it leans to the left okay so this is shin s-h-i-n and the word is shaleg shaleg and it means snow leg means snow. And yesterday's word, for those of you who missed it, was rush. Resh. R-E-S-H. And the word was ragain. 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 Feet. Okay. Now, let's get into today's word. We left off on chapter 16 of Numbers. Okay. Now, Quran, the son of Isha, the son of Koath, the son of Levi, the Danan, and the Abiram, the son of Elab, 
and on the son of Peleth. Sons of Reuben took men, and they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, two hundred and fifty princes of the assembly, famous in congregation men of renown. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron, and said unto them, Ye take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Wherefore then, lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord? And when Moses heard it, he fell upon his face, and he spanked unto Koran, and unto all his company, saying, Even tomorrow the Lord will show who are his, and who is holy, and will cause him to come near unto him, even him whom he hath chosen, will he cause to come unto him. So I'm going to stop here because this kind of goes along with the argument between him and Miriam and and the brother. And maybe, again, like I said, it had nothing to do with the color issue. It might have been, as they said here, uh, who, had, who had the most authority, who was in power, uh, who did God grace the most or speak to the most? It seems that there is a problem brewing, and we know this for a fact. We see this all the time in our church congregations. You know, people get a little power and their heads swell. You know, they think, ooh, I'm, I'm mightier than you. You know, somebody that has another position that they feel like is lower than theirs. And then when something happens and it seems like, oh, they got more than they should have gotten because their position isn't as high as mine. Then there's a big, you know, brewing going on in the church. So, <laughs> as you can see, it's still happening today. <clears throat> so let's uh, move on to chapter 6. This do take your census, Korah, and all his company, and put fire therein and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be that the man whom the Lord doeth choose, he shall be holy. Yea, take too much upon you, ye sons of Levi. And Moses said unto Korah, Here, I pray you, ye sons of Levi, seeth it but a small thing unto you, that the Lord of Israel have separated you from this congregation of Israel to bring you here, to bring you near to himself to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord and to stand before the congregation to minister unto them.
and he have brought thee near to him, and all thy brethren, the sons of Levi's, with thee, and seek ye the priesthood also. For which cause have thou and all thy company are gathered together against the Lord? And what is Aaron that he murmured against him? And Moses sent to call Danathan and Abram, the sons of Eleb, which said, We will not come up. Is it a small thing that thou hast brought us up out of the land that floweth with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, except thou make thyselves altogether princes over us? Moreover, thou hast not brought us into a land that floweth with milk and honey, or given us inheritance of fields and vineyards, Wilt thou put out the eyes of these men? We will not come up. Okay, so like I said, we have this argument of a power going on here. And at the same time, you know, they're, they're questioning uh, Moses and Aaron as though it's, their problem that they're not going to the land of milk and honey, when in actuality it's the problem of all the tribes because they turned against God, and that was their punishment. However, you see, they still haven't learned their lesson because now they're going back and doing it again. They're turning back on God again. So, let's see what happens. We are now on... Uh, verse 15. And Moses was very wroth and said unto the Lord, Respect not thou their offerings. I have not taken one ass from them, neither have I hurt one of them. And Moses said unto Korah, Be thou and all thy company before the Lord, Thou and thy and Aaron tomorrow. Wow. And uh, and take every man his censer and put censers in them and bring ye before the Lord every man his censer. Two hundred and fifty censers thou also and Aaron, each of you, his censor. So the whole Levite tribe, and Aaron. <laughs> so apparently this seemed to be what the situation was. Let's read just a little bit more. Maybe we can get a really closer look at this. And they took every man his censor and put fire in them, and laid incense thereof, or, and stood in the door of the tabernacle of the congregation with Moses and Aaron. And the Koran gathered all the congregation against them 
unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the congregation. And the Lord spoke unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, Separate yourselves from among this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell upon their faces and said, O God, the God of the Spirit of all flesh, Shall one man sin, and wilt thou be wroth with all the congregation? And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the congregation, saying, Get you up from about the temple uh, of Korah, Dayton, and Abram. Okay, so... It's not Aaron, but it's the Levites, Korah, and his family. And it seems as though they've turned the entire congregation against Aaron and Moses. And so, basically, the Lord is had it. He's going to destroy the whole congregation. But again, Moses and Aaron plead with the Lord. Uh, not to kill the whole congregation, but possibly one. So, we're going to see now, you know that this is not going to go well, and someone is going to be punished. And he spanked unto the congregation, saying, Depart, I pray you, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest ye be consumed in all their sin. So they get up from the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan, and Abram, in every side, on every side, and Dayton and Abram came out and stood in the door of their tent, and their wives and their sons and their little children. And Moses said, Hereby ye shall know that the Lord hath sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of my own mind. If these men die the common death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, then the Lord hath not sent me. But if the Lord make a new thing, and the earth open her mouth and swallow them up with all that with all their apparitions unto them, and they go down quick into the pit. Then ye shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. Mm, that is awful. And it came to pass, as he had made an end of speaking all these words, that the ground claved under them, that the ground claved asunder, that was under them, and the earth opened her mouth, 
and swallowed them up and their houses and all the men that and all the men that appertained unto Korah and all their goods they and all that appertained to them went down alive into the pit and the earth closed upon them and they perished from among the congregation and all Israel that was round about them fled at the cry of them for they said least the earth swallow us up also and there came out a fire from the Lord and consumed the two hundred and fifty men that offended it, that offered incense and the Lord spake unto Moses saying speak unto Eliza the son of Aaron the priest that he take up the censers out of the burn burning and scatter thou the fire yonder for they are hollowed the senses of these sinners against their own souls let them make them broad plates for a covering of altar for they offered them before the Lord therefore they are hollowed and they shall be a sign unto the children of Israel and Eliza the priest took the brazen censers wherewith they that were burnt had offered and they were made broad plates for a covering of the altar to be memorial unto the children of Israel that no stranger which is not of the seed of Aaron come near to offer incense before the Lord that he be not as Korah and as his company as the Lord said to him by the hand of Moses but on the morrow all the congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron saying ye have killed the people of the Lord and it came to pass when the congregation was gathered against Moses and against Aaron that they looked towards the tabernacle of the congregation and beheld the cloud covering it and the glory of the Lord appeared and Moses Moses and Aaron came before the tabernacle of the congregation and the Lord spanked unto Moses saying get you up from amongst the congregation that I may consume them as in the moment and they fell upon their faces and Moses said unto Aaron take a censer and put fire therein from off the altar and put one incense and go quickly unto the congregation and make an atonement for them for there is wrath gone out from the Lord the plague is began and Aaron took as Moses commanded 
and ran into the midst of the congregation. And behold, the plague had begun amongst the people. And he put on incense and made an atonement for the people. And he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stayed. Now they that died in the plague were fourteen thousand and seven hundred besides them that died about the matter of Korah. And Aaron returned unto Moses unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and the plague was stayed. So the Lord was letting them know he wasn't having it at all anymore. He was done with it. He had already shown them who he had made to do the job that he required to be done, which was Aaron and Moses, and nobody else was to counteract what he was saying. But these people still con con continue to... Um, argue and bicker and murmur against against Moses and Aaron as being their leaders and not realizing when you murmuring and bickering and arguing over someone you're really arguing and bickering and murmuring over the Lord especially if you're the Lord's children. <laughs> Remember, we're made in his image. Okay. I think we have time for one more chapter. So let's do chapter 17. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and take of every one of them a rod according to the house of their fathers, of all their princes according to the house of their fathers, twelve rods. Write thou every man's name upon his rod, and thou shalt write Aaron's name upon the rod of the Levites. For one rod shall be for the head of the house of their fathers, and thou shalt lay them up in the tabernacle of the congregation before the testimony where I will meet with you. And it shall come to pass that the men's rods, when I shall choose, shall blossom, and I will make to cease from me the murmurings of the children of Israel, whereby they murmur against you. And Moses spanked unto the children of Israel, and every one of their princes gave him a rod apiece for each prince. For each prince one, according to their father's house, even twelve rods, and the rod of Aaron was among their rods. And Moses laid up the rods before the Lord in the tabernacle of witness and it came to pass that on the morrow on the morrow 
Moses went into the tabernacle of witnesses, and behold, the rod of Aaron from the house of Levi was budded, and brought forth the buds and bloom, blooms and yield almonds. And Moses brought out all the rods from before the Lord unto all the children of Israel. And they looked and took every man his rod. And the Lord said unto Moses, Bring Aaron's rod again before the testimony to be kept for a token against the rebels and their and there shall quiet take away their murmurings from me, that they die not. And Moses did so, as the Lord commanded him. So he did. And the children of Israel spake unto Moses, saying, Behold, we die, we perish, we all perish. Whoever cometh any, whoever cometh anything near unto the tabernacle of the Lord shall die. Shall we be consumed with dying? Okay. Let's do chapter 18 and then I'm going to close. And the Lord said unto Aaron, Thou and thy sons and thy father's house with thee shall bear the iniquity of the sanctuary. And thou and thy sons and thee shall bear the iniquities of your priesthood. And they and thy brethren also of the tribe of Levi, the tribe of thy fathers, bring thou with thee that they may be joined unto thee and minister unto thee, but thou and thy sons with thee shall minister before the tabernacle of witnesses, and they shall keep thy charge and the charge of all the tabernacle. Only they shall not come nigh the vessels of the sanctuary and the altar that neither they nor ye also die. And they shall be joined unto thee and keep the charge of the tabernacle of the congregation for all the service of the tabernacle. And a stranger shall not come nigh unto you. And he shall keep the charge of the of the sanctuary and the charge of the altar, that there be no wrath any more upon the children of Israel. And I behold, I have taken your brethren, the Levite, from among the children of Israel to do to uh to you they are given as a gift for the Lord to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. Okay. Number seven. Therefore, 
thou and thy sons with thee shall keep your priest's office for everything of the altar and within the veil, and ye shall serve. I have given your priest's office unto you as a service of gift, and the stranger that cometh nigh shall be put to death. And the Lord spake unto Aaron, Behold, I also have given thee the charge of mine heave offerings, and all the hollow things of the children of Israel unto thee have I given thee by reason of the anointing, and to thy sons by an ordinance forever. This shall be thine of the most holy things, reserved for the fire. Every oblation of theirs, every meat offering of theirs, every sin offering of theirs, every trespass offering of theirs, which they shall render unto me, shall be most holy for thee and for thy sons. In the most holy places shall thou eat, every male shall eat it. It shall be holy unto thee. And this is thine, the heave offering of their gift, with all the wave offerings of the children of Israel. I have given them unto thee, and to thy sons, and to thy daughters with thee, by a statue forever. Every one that is clean in thy house shall eat of it, all the best of the oil, and all the best of the wine, and the wheat, the first fruits of them which they shall offer before the Lord, them have I given thee. And whatsoever is first ripe in the land, which they shall bring unto the Lord, shall be thine. And every one that is clean in thy house shall eat of it. Everything devoted in Israel shall be thine. Everything that openeth the matrix in all flesh, which they bring unto the Lord, whether it be of man or beast, shall be thine. Nevertheless, the firstborn of men shall thou surely redeem, and the firstlings of the unclean beasts shall thou redeem. <coughs> Excuse me. And thus, that are to be redeemed from a month old, shall then redeem according to thine estimation for the money of five shekels. And after the shekels of the sanctuary, which is twenty garas, but the firstlings of a cow, or the firstlings of a sheep, or the firstlings of a goat, thou shalt not redeem. They are holy. Thou shalt sprinkle their blood upon the altar, and shut <coughs> and shall burn their fat for the offering made for fire, <coughs> for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And the flesh of them shall be thine, as the way bread, and as the right shoulder are thine. And all the heave offerings of the holy things, which the children of Israel offer unto the Lord, have I given thee, 
and thy sons and thy daughters with thee by a statue forever. It is a it is a covenant covenant of <coughs> is the covenant of salt forever before the Lord unto thee and to thy seed with thee. A little water here. Okay. Sorry about that. <clears throat> okay. And the Lord spanked unto Aaron, Thou shalt have no inheritance in their land, neither shalt thou have any party among them. I am the part of thine inheritance among the children of Israel. And behold, I have given the children of Levi all the tenth of Israel for an inheritance, for their service which they serve even the service of the tabernacle of congregation. Neither must the children of Israel henceforth come nigh the tabernacle of congregation, lest they bear sin and die. But the Levites shall do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation, and they shall bear their iniquity. It shall be a statue forever, throughout your generation that among the children of Israel they have no inheritance. But the tithes of the children of Israel which they offer as a heave offering unto the Lord I have given to the Levites an inheritance thereof. I have said unto them among the children of Israel they shall have no inheritance. And the Lord spanked unto Moses, saying, Thus speak unto the Levites, and say unto them, When ye take the children of Israel the tithes which I have given you from them for your inheritance, then ye shall offer up a heave offering of it for the Lord, even a tenth part of the tithe. And this your heave, and this part of the tide, no. and this and this your heave offering shall be reckoned unto you, as though it were the corn of the thrusting floor, and as the fullness of the wine press. Thus ye also shall offer a heave offering unto the Lord of all your tithes, which ye receive of the children of Israel, 
and ye shall give thereof the Lord's heave offering to Aaron the priest. Out of all your gifts ye shall offer every heave offering of the Lord, of all the best thereof, even the hollow part thereof, out of it. Therefore thou shalt say unto them, When ye have heaved the best thereof from it, then it shall be counted unto the Levites as the increase of the threshing floor and as the increase of the wine press, and ye shall eat it in every place, ye and your household, for it is your reward for your service in the tabernacle of the congregation. And ye shall bear no sin by reason of it, when ye have heaved from it the best of it, neither shall ye pollute the holy things of the children of Israel, ye ye die. Okay, so the Lord is laying out the laws concerning the Levites, since all of this uh, arguing took place over who was the most important, uh, who was in authority, who was in charge. And as we can see, one one uh, argument broke out and then others ensued, causing others to die. It started out with Miriam and Aaron and Moses and had supposedly... We don't know whether it had to do with his wife or whether it had to do with power. But it seems that afterwards it broke out in the congregation and the Levites as to who was in power and uh, who favored the Lord or who the Lord favored. And it, it totally got out of hand to the point where the congregation themselves was coming up against the Lord. And so the Lord had to smite them three times. First he smited uh, Miriam and turned her leper leprosy. Then he uh, struck Korah and his family and those who were working with him. And then he turned around and he, he struck the congregation who was still murmuring. So... We see that um, the Lord is laying down his law, and these, like today, he's getting some backlash. Um, and he's not having it. Okay. Um, I think we have a few more minutes. Let's see if we can get into chapter 20 and finish chapter 20. Let's let's see. Okay, so we are now in 20, 20 Numbers chapter 21. Then came the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, into the desert of Zin, in the first month, and the people abode in Kadesh, 
and Miriam died there and was buried there. So Abraham's sister passed, and there was no water for the congregation, and they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. They still haven't learned. And the people chode with Moses and spanked, saying, Would God that we have died when our brethren died before the Lord? And why have ye brought up the congregation of the Lord into the wilderness that we and our cattle should die there? And wherefore have ye made us to come up out of Egypt to bring us in unto this evil place. It is no place of seed or of figs or of vines or of pomegranates. Neither is there any water to drink. Okay, now they're back to murmuring again. They have very short memories here. Uh, they've been, the Lord has really dealt it with them. Just, you know, burn them up open the crown up and swallow and they still haven't learned they're still murmuring here unbelievable and they're still talking about Egypt they really have a short memory of the things that they went through in Egypt okay and why have ye brought up the congregation of the Lord into the wilderness that we and our cattle shall die, shall die there. And wherefore have ye made us to come up out of Egypt to bring us into this evil place? It is a place of seed, or it is the place of no seed, or figs, or vines, or pomegranates. Neither is there any water to drink. And Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And they fell upon their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared unto them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take the rod, and gather thou the assembly together, thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes, and it shall give forth his water. And thou shalt bring forth to them water out of the rock. So thou shalt give the congregation and their beasts drink. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. And he said unto them, Hear now. Hear now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his head, and with his rod he smoked the rock twice, and the water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their beast also. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, because ye believe me not, to sanctify me in my eyes of the children of Israel. 
Therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. And Moses sent messengers from Kadesh unto the king of Edom. Thus saith thy brethren Israel, Thou knowest all the travel, all the travails that have fallen us, how our fathers went down into Egypt, and we have dealt in Egypt long time. And the Egyptians vexed us and our fathers. And when, we and when we cried unto the Lord, he heard our voices and sent an angel and have brought us forth out of Egypt. And behold, we are in Kadesh, in the city in the uttermost of thy border. Let us pass, I pray thee. Through thy country, we will not pass through the fields or through the vineyards, neither will we drink any water of the wells. We will go to the king's highway. We will not turn to the right hand nor to the left until we have passed thy borders. And Eden said unto him, Thou shalt not pass by me, lest I come out against thee with the sword. And the children of Israel said unto him, We will go by the highway, and if I and my cattle drink of thy waters, then I will pray for it, and I will only, without doing anything else, go through on my feet. And he said, Thou shalt not go through. And Eden came out against him and much people, and with a strong hand. Thus Edom refused to give Israel passage. Hmm. Uh, passage through his borders. Wherefore Israel turned away from him, and the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, journeyed from Kadesh and came unto Mount Hor. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the Mount Hor, by the coast of the land of Eden, saying, Aaron shall be gathered unto his people, for he shall not enter unto the land which I have given unto the children of Israel, because ye rebelled against my word at the water of Moriah. Take Aaron and Eliezer his son, and bring them up unto the Mount Hor, and the strip, and strip Aaron of his clothes, of his garments, and put them upon Eliza his son. And Aaron shall be gathered unto his people, and shall die there. And Moses 
did as the Lord commanded, and they went up into the Mount Hor in the sight of all the congregation. And Moses stripped Aaron of his garments and put them upon Eliza his son. And Aaron died there in the top of the mountain. And Moses and Eliza came down from the mount. And when all the congregation saw that Aaron was dead, they murmured for Aaron on thirty days. Eves all the home of Israel. Even all the home of Israel. Okay. So we see the Lord has said that Aaron is to die because of what happened with him and Moses at the uh, rock when they struck the rock. And so now the Lord has brought Aaron home and placed the garments of Aaron upon his son. And Miriam has died as well. So now Moses is by himself. So this is where we're going to end today at chapter 21. Now, for those of you who would like to Come on our show, please let us know. You can reach me at url.fm slash linda dash mcmillian 9. If you would like to send me a message or tell me about something, I can be reached at mcmillions75 gmail.com. If you would like to donate or sponsor, there's two buttons on the end of this page. Uh, just touch either one of those buttons, and that information will be provided for you. Okay, let's bow our heads and close out. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this word and the understanding of this word. Father, we give you all praise and honor and glory. And again, Lord, we thank you, Father, for this blessed Sabbath day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 Lord. Lord, we praise you, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 oh Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Almighty God. Father, we give you the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. Good, good night, everyone, and God bless. This is Minister Macmillan signing off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you all the praise and honor and the glory. Thank you, Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. How about you give him some praise today? Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Almighty God, for waking us this morning. Lord, thank you for getting us started on the right foot. Thank you, Almighty God, for your grace, your mercy, and your love for us. Thank you, Lord, for thinking of us every minute of the day and watching out for us and keeping us, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we ask that you continue to do 
continue to look over us, continue to love us, to keep us on the right path, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Amen. All right, everyone. This is Minister McMillan. I hope that you are having a blessed day. This is really a beautiful, gorgeous day here. So today we are going to reiterate some things from yesterday's lesson. Um, I went into looking into some details about Moses and the congregation of the Israelites that left Egypt and went all the way to Kadesh. Kadesh. And why things happened the way they did. So there was some interesting factors here because you have to remember now when they went against the Lord and the Lord told them that they would not uh, that particular generation would not go into the promised land. And the Lord named the two people who would go over with the children of that generation. He said, Caleb, and he said, Joshua. He didn't mention anybody else. And as the story moves on and they get closer to um, Kadesh, we find out that Miriam dies. And the interesting about Miriam is Miriam was very uh, righteous, very spiritual. And she was also the water. Uh, a lot of um, miraculous things transpired between Egypt and Kadesh because they were in the desert. Literally, and the desert didn't have a lot of water, food that they needed, and protection. They were just out there. Anything could have happened to them. But you see, they were under the umbrella of God. So what I found out was Miriam was, <clears throat> she was the water that was supplied to them. So pretty much wherever she went, probably when she put her hands down or her feet down, water arrived from that area and they were able to drink and have water. But notice when Miriam died, the water in that area dried up. Okay, so the same transpired with Aaron. When Aaron passed, the the cloud of glory disappeared and that was their protective cloud. Now imagine all of their enemies around them was watching them all the time because they were afraid of them so they would keep their eye on them. And they noticed too that the cloud had disappeared which meant to them that the Lord wasn't with them anymore and they could come and attack them at any time. Okay? And the same thing happened with Moses when Moses died. Uh, when the children went to fight in um, at Jericho, 
Remember the manna stopped. The manna stopped right after Moses died because Moses was the one who was leading them and feeding them. Okay, so these are all um, miraculous things that were set in place by the Lord to protect and to make sure that the tribes had what they needed to survive to get to to get to Jericho to be able to cross into the promised land without dying. Of course, many did die, but not because of lack of, but because they were being disobedient and honorary towards the Lord. Okay. Um, So according to the Tanakh, I found that uh, Miriam, after she passed, Moses and Aaron were mourning for her. And at this very time, because Miriam had passed, there was no water. And that is really where the uh, eruption of anger and hostility came towards Moses and Aaron because they were busy mourning the loss of their sister and they weren't really paying attention to the tribe, which was another flaw for them because the work of the Lord comes first, regardless of uh, family. I'll just put it that way. God's first, family second. And so they were in error, and even the, and it says that the Lord basically told them to get up and take care of their their uh, responsibilities uh, because they were busy uh, crying and moaning for their sister, and the people were crying and moaning and literally dying of thirst. And so they were not paying attention, nor were they doing their duty. So the Lord literally spoke to them and told them to get up and take your staff and give the nation and their animals to drink. Uh, The Midrash explains the reason for the well drying up. And as I said, it was because Miriam's death. And it was preordained so that the people would know how righteous Miriam was. Uh, Like I said, Miriam was a very righteous spiritual person. And they needed to learn, they needed to learn from her how to be that way and absorb Miriam's righteousness and her, her righteous behavior. Um... But of course, you know, Moses and Aaron at the time were too wrapped up in there crying and moaning over their sister that they really didn't see the bigger picture. So when you think about this, um, you see where an error occurred. Now, we know... We know that the whole nation had sinned. 
that particular generation that came out of Egypt. And the Lord had already commanded that they were not going into the land. But what you don't realize is that when the Lord says something, you know, it, he's, he can't take it back. It's a law in place, so to speak. And so he already had said none of them would go over except Caleb and uh, Caleb and Joshua. And so it was already uh, preordained, so to speak, that they were the only two going over except for um, except for uh, except for um, uh, the children of Israel. So so the Lord had already foreseen what was going to happen with Moses and Aaron. Now, Aaron had already erred in a bad way because, you know, Aaron had made the golden calf. But then Aaron turned around again and went against Moses um, when it came to the argument over his uh, wife that he that he married. Now, the 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 question was whether or not it was actually over his wife that he married, or whether it was over the um, or whether it was over something else. And she just happened to be she just happened to be nearby because as I said earlier all the people uh, Moses and all of them were people of color so it shouldn't have been an issue over um, the Cushite wife that he married whether she was dark or not that could have been but there's more to there's more evidence that points to it was more of an issue of power whether uh, it could have been whether Miriam was going to lose her position uh, because of Abraham's wife maybe she saw her as a threat or um, uh, her position in power it, it we, uh, we really don't think it was a uh, we, we're really not thinking that it was a color issue. We think it was more of a power struggle. And as the story goes on, we see that that struggle pours into the the uh, uh, the Levites, the Korah, which were later killed by the Lord. The, the Lord opened the ground and just sucked him and his family and all the people who were with him. Uh, and then the other people who lit the censers, uh, who were, you know, working with them, they were all burnt uh, by the censors by God. So um, there was more going on there than just 
uh, I don't think it was a racial issue, a color issue at all. I think it was the issue of uh, power and wrong um, leadership. Uh, there was a there was there was um, people who felt like Moses and Aaron were being. Uh, trying to be princes and kings over them and they weren't you know they weren't interested in that so the more I look into it that's what it seemed like it was and the more that this story goes on with the people grumbling and carrying on it looked like there was a shift coming where people wanted a, a change. They didn't want to be under the leadership that they were under. However, that wasn't going to sit right with the Lord because the Lord had his plans for them. So as we go on in the story, uh, you see that Abraham and Moses and Miriam all die just before they cross over into uh, promised land and um, it's probably about a year between each one's death but they are right at the border at the time that this happens Uh, and as the Lord had said the only two that was going over was Caleb and Joshua Now, we also take notice that the nation is going through uh, a transition. Now, they were walking in a miraculous way from Egypt to Kadesh. But now, as they're getting ready to go over to the promised land, they're going to go more into a natural existence where they have to live by the land, rain and snow and hail and that that particular thing, whereas before they weren't because they were under the umbrella of God. And of course they had Miriam and they had uh, Abraham, uh, excuse me, they had Moses and they had Aaron. And each one of them were walking with them miraculously, carrying the things that they needed. Miriam was water, and um, uh, Abraham was the manna, the food, and uh, Aaron was the protection, okay? Okay, now we're going to move into chapter 21, Okay. So let's see what happens now. And when the king Arad, the Canaanite, which dwelt in the south, heard tell that Israel's name by the way of the spies, then he fought against Israel and took some of them prisoners. And Israel vowed a vow unto the Lord and said, If thou wilt indeed deliver this people into my hand, then I will utterly destroy their cities. And the, and the Lord hearkened to the voice of Israel and delivered up the Canaanites, and they utterly destroyed, destroyed them and their cities. 
and he called the name of the place Hormah. And they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Eden. And the souls of the people was much discouraged because of the way. And the people spanked against God and against Moses. Wherefore have ye brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water. And our soul loatheth this light bread. And the Lord sent furious serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spanked against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fury serpent, and set it upon a pole, and it shall come to pass that every one that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass, and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. And the children of Israel set forward and pinched in Oboth. And they journeyed from Oboth and pitched at Ijabe, Ijabe Ari, in the wilderness which is before Moab towards the, sun, towards the sunrise. From thence they removed and pitched in the valley of Zerid. From thence they removed and pitched on the other side of Aram, which is in the wilderness that cometh out of the coast of the Amorites, for Aaron is the brother is the border of Moab. Between Moab and Amorites, wherefore it is said in the book of the war of the Lord, what he did in the Red Sea in the brooks of Aaron. And at the stream of the brooks that goeth down to the dwelling of Aaron and leadeth unto the border of Moab. And from there they were to bury, that is the well, whereof the Lord spanked unto Moses, Gather the people together, and I will give them water. Then Israel sang this song, Spring up, O wells, sing ye unto it. The princes dig the well, the nobles of the people dig it, by the direction of the lawgiver, with their staves. And from the wilderness they went to Michna, and from the Mishnah to Napatele, and from Naphaleo to Bamoth, and from Bamoth in the valley that is in the country of Moab, to the top of Pishgah, which looked towards Jesima, 
And Israel sent messengers into Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through thy land, and we will not turn into the fields or into the vineyards. We will not drink of the water of the well, but we will go along by the king's highway until we be passed by borders. And Sihon would not suffer Israel to pass through his borders. But Sihon gathered all the, his people together and went out against Israel into the wilderness. And he came to Jahaz and fought against Israel. And Israel smoked him with the edge of the sword and processed his land and honor and iron unto Jeba, even unto the children of Ammon. For the border of the children of Ammon was strong. And Israel took all these cities, and Israel dwelt in all the cities of the Amorites, in the Hashbon, and in all the villages thereof. For Heshbon was the city of Sihor, the king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab, and taken all his land out of his hand, even unto Aaron, even unto Ar Arnon. Wherefore, they that, they that speak in Proverbs say, Come unto Heshbon, and let the city of Sihon be built and prepared. For there is a fire gone out of Heshbon, a flame from the city of Sihon. It hath consumed Ar of Moab, and the lord of the high places of Arnon. Woe to thee, Moab, thou art undone, O people of Cheshmash. He hath given his sons that escaped and his daughters into captivity unto Sihon king of the Amorites. We have shot at them. Heshbon is perished even unto Deborn, and we have led them waste even into Nafe, which reaches unto Medbah. Thus Israel dealt it in the land of the Amorites. And Moses sent to, the, to spy out Jezar, and they took, the they took the villages thereof and drove out the Amorites that were there. And they turned and went up by the way of Bashan and Og. The king of Bashan went out against them he and all his people, to battle at Eldri. And the Lord said unto Moses, Fear him not, for I have delivered him into thy hand, and all his people, and his land, and thou shalt do to him as thou didst unto Shihon, king of the Amorites, which dealt it at Heshbon. So they smoked him and his sons and all his people until there was none left him alive, and they possessed his land. Now, as we can see, um, as, as we stated before, Miriam is dead, and Aaron is dead, and it's just Moses. And as you can see, 
the Lord um, is is guiding Moses as to where things are, where normally water would be Miriam's territory, but Miriam's not there anymore. So, as we can see, he is being told where the water is and for the people to, where they can get the water. And at the same time, the people have learned to turn to God and pray to him when their um, when their protection is threatened because remember now Aaron is not there anymore and so the protective cloud covering is no longer there so the people turn to the Lord now okay in order that they be protected <laughs> Okay. Now we're going to move on to chapter 22, Numbers 22, 1. And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in the plains of Moab on this side of the Jordan of Jericho. And Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was so afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was distressed because the children of Israel. And Moab said unto the elders of Midian. Now shall this. Now shall this country lick up all that are around us as the ox licked up the grass of the field. And Balak the son of Zippor was king of the Moabites at the time. And he sent messages therefore unto Balaam the son of the son of Beor to Pethor which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out from Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, curse me this people, for they are too mighty for me. Preadventure, I shall prevail that we may smite them, and that I may drive them out of this land. For I walk, that he whom thou blessed be blessed, and he whom thou cursed be, is cursed. And the elders of Moab, the elders of Midian, departed with the rewards of divin divination in their hands. And they came into Balaam and spanked unto him the words of Balak. And he said unto them, Lodge here this night, and I will bring you word again, as the Lord shall spank unto me, and the princes of Moab abode with Balaam. And God came unto Balaam and said, What men are these with thee? And Balaam said unto God, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, 
have sent into me, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt, which covered the face of the earth. Come now, curse me, them, preadventure. I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And God said unto God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. And Balaam rose up in the morning and said unto the prince of Balak, Get you into your land, for the Lord refuses to give me leave to go with you. And the prince of Moab rose up, and they went into Balak and said to Balaam, Refuses to come with us. And Balak went yet again, the prince more and more honorable than they. And they came to Balaam and said to him, Thus saith Balak, the son of Zippor, Let nothing, I pray thee, hinder thee from coming into me, unto me, for I will promote thee unto very great honor, and I will do whatever and say and sayest unto me come therefore I pray thee curse me this people and Balaam answered and said unto the servant of Balak if Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more now therefore I pray you, tarry ye also here this night, that I may know what the Lord will say unto me more. And God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, If the men come to call thee up, rise up and go with them. But yet the word which I shall say unto thee, that shall thou do. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his asses and went with the princes of Moab. And God answered with kindling, because he went. And God's anger was kindled, because he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him. Now he was riding upon his ass, and, and his two servants were with him. And the ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drew in his hand. And the ass turned aside out of the way and went into the field. And Balaam smote the ass to turn her into the way. But the angel of the Lord stood in the path of the vineyard, a wall being on the side and a wall on that side. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself into the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall, and he smote her again. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in the narrow place where was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam, and Balaam's anger was kindled, and he smote the ass with a staff. And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass, and she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee, 
that thou hast smitten me these three times. And Balaam said unto the ass, Because thou hast mocked me, I would there were a sword in my hand, for now would I kill thee. And the ass said unto Balaam, Am I, am I? And the ass said unto Balaam, Am not I thine ass, unto which thou hast written ever since I was thine unto this day? Was I ever, was I ever want to do so unto thee? And he said, Nay. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand. And he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. And the angel of the Lord, <laughs> the angel of the Lord said unto him, Wherefore hast thou smitten thine ass these three times? Behold, I went out to withstand thee, because thy way is preserved before me. And the ass saw me and turned from one these three times, unless she had turned for me nearly, surely. Now also I had slain thee and saved her alive. And Balaam said unto the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I knew not that thou stoodest in the way against me. Now therefore, if it pleases thee, I will get me back again. And the angel of the Lord said unto Balaam, Go with the men, but only the word that I shall speak unto thee, that thou shalt speak. So Balaam went with the prince of Balak. And when Balak heard that Balaam was come, he went out to meet him unto a city of Moab, which is in the boulder of Arnon which is in the uttermost coast. And Bolak said unto Balaam, Did I not earnestly send unto thee to call thee? And wherefore comest thou not unto me? Am I not able indeed to promote thee to honor? And Balaam said unto Bolak, Lo, I am come unto thee. Have I now any power at all to say anything? The word that God putteth in my mouth, that shall I speak. And Balaam went with Boak, and they came unto Kajath Huzoth. And Balak offered oxen and sheep and sent to Balaam and to the prince that were with him. And it came to pass on, on the morrow that Balak took Balaam and brought him up into the high places of Baal, that thence he might see the uttermost part of the people. Chapter 23, Numbers 23 and 1. And Balaam said unto Balak, Build me here seven altars, and prepare me here seven oxen and seven rams. And Balak did as Balaam had spoken. And Balak and Balaam offered 
on every altar a bullock and a ram. And Balaam said unto Balak, Stand by the burnt offerings, and I will go. Preadventure the Lord will come to meet me, and whatsoever he showeth me, I will tell thee. And he went to a high place. And God met Balaam, and he said unto him, I have pre I have prepared seven altars, and I have offered unto every altar a bullock and a ram. And the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, Return unto Balaam, and thus thou shalt speak. And he returned unto him, and lo, he stood by the burnt sacrifice, he and all the princes of Moab. And he took up his parable and said, Balak, the king of Moab, hath brought me from Armon out of the mountains of the east, saying, Come, curse me, Jacob, and come, defy Israel. How shall I curse whom God hath not cursed? Or how shall I defy whom the Lord hath not defied? For from the top of the rock I see him, and from the hills I behold him. Lo, the people shall dwell alone, and shall not be reckoned among the nation. We can count the dust of Jacob, and the number of the fourth part of Israel. Let me die the death of the righteous, and let my dust in be like his. And Balak said unto Balaam, What hast thou done unto me? I took thee to curse my enemies, and behold, thou hast blessed them altogether. And he answered and said, Must I not take heed to speak that which the Lord hath put in my mouth? And Balak said unto him, Come, I pray thee with me unto another place, for whence thou mayest see them, thou shalt see but the uttermost part of them, and shall not see them all, and curse me them from thence. And he brought him unto the field of Zophim, Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars, and offered a bullock and a ram on every altar. And he said unto Bullock, Stand here by thy burnt offering, while I meet the Lord yonder. And the Lord met Balaam, and put a word in his mouth, and said, Go again unto Bolak, and say this. And when he came to him, behold, he stood by his burnt offerings, and the princes of Moab with him. And Bolak said unto him, What hath the Lord spoken? And he told, And he took up his parable and said, Rise up, Bolak, and hear, hearken unto me, thou son of Zippor. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Behold, 
I have received commandment to bless, and he hath blessed, and I cannot refu- I cannot reverse it. He hath not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither has he seen pervertedness in Israel. The Lord is God is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt, and he hath, as it were, the strength of a unicorn. Surely there is no enchantment against Jacob, neither is there any divination against Israel. According to this time, it shall be said, Jacob and Israel, what have God wrought? Behold, the people shall rise up as a great lion and lift up himself as a young lion, and he shall not lie down until he eat of the prey and drink the blood of the slain. (coughs) And Bullock said unto Blame, Neither curse them at all, nor bless them at all. But Balaam answered and said unto Bola, Told not I thee, saying, All that the Lord speaketh that I must do? And Balak said unto Balaam, Come, I pray thee, I will bring thee unto another place. Preadventure it will please God that thou mayest curse me them for thence. And Balak brought Balaam unto the top of Peor that looked towards Jeshurun. And Balaam said unto Balak, Build me here seven altars, and prepare me here seven bullocks and seven rams. And Balak did as Balaam had said, and offered a bullock and a ram on every altar. Chapter 24, Numbers 1. And when Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he went not as at other times to seek for enchantments, but he set his face towards the wilderness. And Balaam lifted up his eyes, and he saw Israel binding in his tents according to their tribes. And the Spirit of God came upon him. And he took up his parable and said, Balaam, the son of Beor, have said, and the man whose eyes are open have said, he have said, which heard the word of God, which saw the vision of the Almighty, falling into a trance, but having his eyes open. How godly are thy tents, O Jacob, and thy tabernacles, O Israel. As the valleys are, they spread forth as gardens by the riverside, as the trees of linen aloes, which the Lord hath planted, and as cedar trees beside the water. He shall pour the water out of his book, out of his buckets, and his seed shall be in many waters, 
and his king shall be higher than Agar. And his kingdom shall be exalted. God brought him forth out of Egypt. He has added where he hath as it were the strength of a unicorn. He shall eat up the nations, his enemies, and shall break their bones and pierce them through with his arrows. He crouches, he lay down as a lion and as a great lion, who shall stir him up. Blessed is he that, bes- that be- blesseth him, and cursed is he that curses thee. And Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam, and he smoked his hand together. And Balak said unto Balaam, I call thee to curse my enemies, and behold, thou hast altogether blessed them these three times. Therefore now I flee thou to thy place. I thought to promote thee unto great honor. But lo, the Lord hath kept thee back from honor. And Balaam said unto Balaam, Spank I not also to thy messengers which thou saidest unto me, saying, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the commandment of the Lord to do either good or bad of mine own mind. But what the Lord saith, that will I speak. And now behold, I go unto my people. Come therefore, and I will advertise thee what this people shall do to thy people in the latter days. And he took up his parable and said, Balaam, the son of Beor, hath said, and the man whose eyes are open hath said, he have said which heard the words of God and knew the knowledge of the Most High, which saw the vision of the Almighty falling into a trance, but having his eyes open. I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not nigh. Thou shalt come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel, and shall smite the corners of Moab and destroy all the children of Seath. And Edom shall be a possession. Sir also shall be a possession for his enemies, and Israel shall do valiantly. And Israel shall do valiantly. Out of Jacob shall come he that shall have dominion, and shall destroy him that remaineth of the city. And when he looked on Amalek, he took up his parable and said, Amalek was the first of the nations, but his latter end shall be that he perish forever. And he looked on Kenites and took up his parable and said, Strong is thy dwelling place, and thou puttest thy nest in a rock. Nevertheless, the Kenites shall be wasted.
until Asher shall carry thee away captive. And he took up his parable and said, Alas, who shall live when God doeth this? And the ship shall come from the coast of Kitchdom, and shall afflict Asher, and shall afflict Ebner, and he also shall perish forever. And Balaam rose up and went and returned to his place, and Bullock also went his way. So as we can see, Balaam fell into a trance and began to tell some things that he saw that was coming in the future for Balaam as well as Balaam's relatives and neighbors. Okay, we are going to stop here. We're going to stop today at chapter 25. And we're going to move on very quickly into our word for today. I think we are at Tav. Okay. Yes, we did Shin yesterday. Okay, so we're going to do Tav, T-A-V, today. And the word is Tanak, Tanuk, Tanuk. And Tanuk is, Tanuk is baby, Tanuk. Okay. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this word and continue to edify us in your word, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, for those of you who would like to contact me, you can reach me at uh, anchor.fm. Linda, L-I-N-D-A, dash McMillan, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N, nine. Okay, we are also on other uh, other podcasts such as the Google Podcasts, uh, Radio, list for you. I may not have that list on me today. Let's see. No, I don't have the list on me today, but I do know Google Podcast is one. And also, uh, um, that's not coming to my mind. Okay, I will get you that list Uh, on the next segment. Uh, If you would like to send me a message, uh, I can be reached at McMillian's 
mcmillions75 gmail.com. Um, I can also point you to the two buttons below, one for sponsorship and one for donation. If you're interested, just press those two buttons and that information will be given unto you. Okay, this is our show for today. Um, Good evening, everyone. Enjoy your day and God bless.